So hi, everyone. I'm Christine. Hi, I'm Sophie, and this is Sassy C, a podcast about transatlantic friends comparing culture and celebrating women. Welcome to our festive episode. I hope you're hungry, because although we're trying to cover off several of the winter holidays, it all just seems to keep coming back to food. So make sure you've got something to snack on as we take you through some of the differences in the winter holidays on either side of the Atlantic. As usual, we'll end with transatlantic twaddle, our language usage segment, which is appropriately food themed. But first, we'll begin with something that we've been learning this year. one thing I'm trying to learn this year is like how to appropriately like mourn something Mm. like you know be be able to like be sad you know it's just there's like this balance of like it's not important so let's not be sad about it and and like I heard someone talk about one day like kids that couldn't go to prom Mm. you know like ultimately ultimately like prom not going to kill you right if you don't yeah. go. like it was kind of a horrible experience for me anyway so but I'm like you all don't realize that it's probably better not going but <laughs> but you know like the point the point this person was making was like you know when you're 18 or you're 16 like that is that's your yeah. life and that's a stage in which that's something you're never going to get back right like they're not going to go back and do prom mm-hmm. again um like these kids who miss graduation like they're not going to go back and then have a graduation and so there is like a certain amount of mourning you can do for that um and not that like I think you know we're we are luckier that a lot of the things that we're missing out this year next year like we'll be able to do Mm -hmm. again in the future you know like we'll have another Thanksgiving um but but at the same time I think like the point the person was trying to make was like trying to appropriately learn how to mourn something and then and but then like also be grateful for the things that we do have and the bigger picture and and things like that um and not to like shame each other when you're like well it's not really a big deal like there are thousands of people dying yeah (laughs) yeah type of thing so easy Um, to say that isn't it and that's um right yeah but but that's yeah it's almost not the point it's like well everybody's mental health is taking a hit right now and so if you're feeling a bit down maybe take time to think about why it is and maybe it is because you can't go to your favorite restaurant um and that's Mm -hmm. important in its own way to you with a Christine hug right now actually you're a very good hugger I love to hug this is actually one thing so strong you're like you're really strong I'm always surprised (laughs) (laughs) you're like small but mighty I mean what what other sign of affection can you have with like friends you know like yeah I think I had minor bruising from you once (gasps) what (laughs) oh my god what (laughs) I think I had like a slightly bruised breast once. <laughs> oh my god. 
god I'm so oh my god I'm so sorry I just had this memory no it's fine it's totally worth it (laughs) was this in California or was this when visited you oh I was like, at least if it was when we visited you, then it was because I was just, you know, I hadn't seen you in a long time and so excited to, oh God, I'm so, oh God, I'm such a crazy person. Oh, that's so funny. No, I love your hugs. They're great. Do you remember when, um, when we met you in Bath and, um, at the train station? Yeah. And you had your wheelie suitcase and you and I just like ran at each other and you let go of your suitcase. We were all hugging. Going down the street. Like... And then Brian is like, Christine, like your bag is like a mile away. <laughs> it was like something out of a movie. Um... And I was like, I don't care. I need to hug Sophie. <laughs> oh my God. Do you feel like Americans hug more aggressively than people in the UK or is it just me? It's just you, I think. <laughs> So do you not celebrate Halloween the way we do either? Not as much. Kids will maybe get dressed up, but it, no, it's not as much of a, a thing. I mean, it definitely exists. And depending on the neighborhood you live in, there might be some trick-or-treating. You can't guarantee that you'd be able to go trick-or-treating. There was no trick-or-treating where I grew up. The first time I went trick-or-treating was in the US. Um, huh. I, I think we get more into the the kind of pumpkin carving I definitely did that growing up. We would we would carve a pumpkin and have a candle. Oh, you did? Okay. It. Yeah. Yeah. But that was basically the main thing that we did around Halloween. And then maybe have pumpkin soup because you've got to do something with the inside of the pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or when you're in America, you just throw it away. But <laughs> Okay. I wonder if Halloween in the U.S. has become more a replacement for like fall festivities. Mm like a fall solstice type of thing Mm -hmm. because a lot of what I associate with Halloween is yeah like pumpkin carving corn I don't know do you guys have corn mazes yeah I mean this is like a little bit all wrapped up into Thanksgiving too like apple picking and cider and like just very fall activities Mm -hmm. like there's an aspect of it that just kind of is like celebrating the the season of fall right which is which is pretty common in I think a lot of cultures there's leaf changing and Mm -hmm. so people you know, there's an association with all these beautiful, vibrant fall colors. Our neighborhood this year, and I, I think this, it's probably the same for every year, but I just noticed it a lot more this year because I was walking in our neighborhood a lot. It's like our neighborhood's pretty epic with their decoration. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I feel like a kid, but I used to get like really freaked out by Halloween <laughs> decorations. It's like, some people are like really quite, gross about them. yeah yeah definitely um so I feel like that part is always there's you know the scary there's also like a history of movies in the U.S. Mm. like Halloween and Jace like the Jason franchise that are all kind of related to Halloween yeah that make it a particularly scary holiday but but yeah I think most people in America like we all trick-or-treated every year and I certainly, I certainly did, and um, you get bags and bags of candy—so <laughs> yeah. much candy, which you can imagine. In my family, of no sugar was a very large problem. Yes, 
my uh, my mom would freeze my candy. Wow, really? And let me eat one little piece a day. Wow. And then there was always a point where she just threw it away. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I know. I think after a month, she's like, all right, we're throwing it away. Oh, wow. <laughs> I did want to talk a bit about Thanksgiving because I feel like it's such a nice holiday that you have. And I particularly enjoyed the Friendsgivings that we had when we were in America. Mm. Um, and that one that um, I know nearly led to the end of your marriage when you cooked for sort of oh all of God. your friends um, and you created an incredible spread and it was so delicious. But I think you were cooking for about a week. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I really like Thanksgiving. And also, well, Thanksgiving as well as sort of really celebrating Halloween, um, it's nice to have those things in the winter to get excited about because yeah. our, I mean, I, I know you don't have a holiday for Halloween, but people still sort of make a big deal out of it. Um, mm -hmm. But you have that really nice um, kind of bank holiday or like bumper weekend for Thanksgiving where mm -hmm. everybody sort of, you know, even the most work obsessed people will be, probably not checking their emails all the time and they'll probably have an actual break with family if they're able to it's earlier and earlier when christmas is mentioned kind of commercially and because you, oh, you don't yeah. have such a big thing around halloween and you don't have such a thing about um thanksgiving it means that there's nothing stopping the shops putting up christmas stuff in like September or even August and it just oh it wow just gets, it's just too much oh my gosh that is really early I think it's it's something that I now almost miss now that I'm in the UK because hmm. in the UK you kind of you have the end of summer which could happen anytime from kind of August to if you're lucky you'll have some nice days in October but then mm -hmm. all you have to look forward to is Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's this tension with Thanksgiving about um, because of originally what it's based on with, you know, this meal between the Native mm -hmm. Americans and the pilgrims. Um, so from like a historically accurate food perspective, it has been proven that none of the foods we eat now are even close to reflection <laughs> of the food that was eaten at that first meal other than maybe like some gourds or mm. like squashes um but they definitely like didn't eat a turkey um and then there's like the side of it too where we have not treated the indigenous population in our country well and we brought a lot of disease to them and that there's this kind of happy at least like, I mean, that's not part of the tradition now when we, like, when we sit down at Thanksgiving, we talk about that. But, mm -hmm. like, when you're a kid, you learn a lot about, you know, you draw pictures of Native Americans and pilgrims and you, like, draw pictures of turkey, which, you know, now that I think about it, I'm like, wow, that's very, it's a little bit masochistic to draw <laughs> pictures of turkey and then being like, and then we're going to eat them. <laughs> It's like, oh, look how cute they are. You use your hand as an outline and you make a turkey and then we're <laughs> going to eat them. I, I think generally like the, the thought, the, the what you were saying about the holiday being nice is it kind of creates this four-day weekend before yeah. Christmas and then a time when family comes together and 
And because it's not a yes. religious holiday, it is truly a holiday that everyone yes. um, celebrates. That, yeah, that is really nice about so. it. And I really like the gratitude part of it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And- Yep. I mean, this is yeah. a little bit overshadowed now by Black Friday, but the fact that it doesn't center around yeah. presents <laughs> and present giving and receiving is quite nice. Too. Yes. Yeah, it is kind of a great holiday and all around. It's just about food mm. and coming together. I, I think like a big part of discussion when I talk about Thanksgiving with people is that the traditions are actually really different. People have um, very different like, mm. foods that they have, mm. and it's very regional. So, like the uh-huh. stuffing, for example, uh, we we like we use a very traditional Midwestern Pepperidge Farm based stuffing that is like not fancy at all. But like um, in the South, for example, there's mm. cornbread based stuffing, and they usually put like sausage in, and then there's like a general distaste for thanksgiving food where a lot of (laughs) a lot of people push back on like why we even eat turkey and it's a very like because it's super dry meat and i think people no other point of the year does anyone ever make like actually Mm -hmm. try to cook a full bird there's like a lot of that kind of weird tradition of like people do it because you're supposed to but other people like really push back against it and then there's that's actually really similar um in terms of turkey for christmas in the uk because it's very traditional but um lots of people don't don't like it or you know because it's quite hard to cook and i agree it can be really dry yeah like i'm sure it can be done really nicely but it's hard to do well and if you're not bothered about the meat in the first place then like why bother trying to cram this enormous bird into an oven that doesn't fit into right Um, when Nathan's family came to California and and that was our first Christmas that we hosted um, and I roasted a chicken Uh because I knew how to do a chicken and everyone would be happy with it so that's what I did (laughs) right so in in our family we tend to not do turkey we've experimented with different things over the years so it's not like we're kind of wedded to one mm-hmm. one thing I really like having like a roast ham that's really good um my mom's done goose a few mm. times and that can be <clears throat> really delicious goose oh wow I've never had yeah. goose before is that different than yeah is it very it's different, different. it's more gamey it's more like a dark meat quite strong meat mm. um like it's not the same as duck but like that kind of color so yeah, so it is more dark, like a darker yeah, like a game. meat. So does that happen where people, like, do people still try the turkey during? I think it depends just on, like, family preference. And if you have any people that feel very strongly mm. that they want to have turkey because it's tradition. But, you know, it's not been tradition for all that long, I don't think. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, oh. maybe a hundred years, but, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, in terms of our history. <laughs> Do you know why at Christmas time, why we eat these big birds? The birds. I guess it's, um, 
it's just sort of a celebration food, isn't it? Kind of having something that you don't have every day. I suppose that's it, really. Just sort of trying to have something different that feels like a celebration. Um, I imagine the royal family yeah. at some point would have been eating swan at Christmas. <laughs> really? I thought that the swans were sacred. We well, yeah, to the royal all owned family. By the monarch, but I think that's so that the monarch can eat them all. <laughs> Oh my gosh, really? Oh, that got so dark. I didn't know that. I thought, I thought that they were just like this, because when we were visiting and saw them, the saw all the swans, I thought it was just like this beautiful thing that they had. Oh, they definitely but they ate them? them. Yeah, oh my God. very much so. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I mean, can you imagine that as a centerpiece to a banquet table, a big swan? I, I guess that's why we it's big birds because they're they look impressive if you have a table laid out oh yeah and if you have a big bird in the middle or even like a whole pig you know something that um makes yeah. a statement I suppose that's probably where it comes from yeah no that makes sense because it's hard to put like an entire cow <laughs> on a table but <laughs> Oh man, I did not know that about the swans. I'm feeling very <laughs> sad for the swans, right? So they're definitely protected. Got it. Yeah, I've never eaten a swan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how I would feel about that if you're like, yes, every every March we every Easter we eat a swan. We go out and catch it ourselves. Oh <laughs> I mean, it, it's just a weird, it's one of those weird things though, right? Because it's like, it's, I mean, yeah, swans are objectively very beautiful, but they're, you know, about the same size as a turkey or a goose, and a goose mm -hmm. particularly, right? Because they look very similar to mm -hmm. geese. I'd almost feel like a little bit arbitrary that we're like, oh, swans don't get eaten, but mm -hmm. goose can be eaten. But still, I think I would feel like, oh, interesting. They eat yeah. swans. <laughs> It's just not one of those meats that, like, we ever eat. Is your birthday the 26th? Yeah. Yeah. Boxing day. So what is it exactly? So the tradition goes back to, um, so if I take you back to thinking about having a big banquet table where you're trying to impress everyone and you have a big swan in the middle of it. <laughs> In, in that scene, there would clearly be servants and a butler and, you know, people cooking it and, and that kind of thing. So Boxing Day, I think, was the yeah. day for the servants and the tradespeople. It's when they got their gifts from their employers oh. and had the day off after the big deal that was Christmas. But these days... Huh. Really, it's just a day off for everyone and sales start. So a little bit like Black Friday. <laughs> we have box day sales. That, that... <laughs> that's so interesting. I, it's one, that's such a weird thing. It's like, you know, my birthday was always Boxing Day. And I never looked up what it actually meant. And I just throughout my childhood had different visions in my head of what Boxing Day meant. Like one of them was that was the day that everyone put away the boxes mm -hmm. from their Christmas gifts um, or like wrapped things back up in boxes. 
then there was like a stage of my childhood where I think I was like really into karate and I thought that Mm -hmm. it was a physical fighting boxing day and then and then I thought then like my my adulthood version of myself is like oh that's the day that everyone returns gifts (laughs) that's very (laughs) cynical of you to think that like world boxing day because it's when people (laughs) return the presents they don't like (laughs) that is like a thing in the U.S. like there's like these extra sales but also it's like the highest day that people return gifts and you have have shops that are open um, don't you on Christmas day yeah I mean we have places that are open like every like Thanksgiving day Christmas day Christmas Eve I mean they usually will close a little bit earlier but yeah it's it's really and crazy you day. have your big film releases on Christmas day as well don't you yeah yeah is that not a thing in the UK, in the UK? pretty much everything is closed on Christmas day so I always found that oh, really fascinating that um there were sort of big Hollywood blockbuster releases on Christmas Day in the US. Particularly when like the Lord of the Rings came out. Oh, like it yeah. always came out on Christmas. So that there was like I always have this like holiday association with the Lord of the Rings where it's it's not it's not like a holiday movie at all, but um but we, we like we went on Christmas to watch it and so but yeah, yeah, those I don't know. I don't know if it's like an escapism thing or it's just like everyone's home and has something else to do so they figure they can make money <laughs> off of it but <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that our cinemas um, are open on the 24th and on the 26th so I mean it's only the, that one day that they'll be closed I it's funny that you said that about the Lord of the Rings because I have a strong association with the Hobbit films with around this time uh-huh. um, and one especially when I I have a really bad cold or flu or something and I was recovering from it but I was still really sleepy um we went to see the Hobbit movie and it was just so soothing because you know it was so long it was like three or four hours in the dark (laughs) all warm and it doesn't matter if you fall asleep and then you kind of resurface and like there's still hobbits running around and it's great Okay, so for the more like formal questions of Christmas, so we both have a lot of commercialization of Mm. buying gifts for the Christmas season, but do you have, you or the UK, I guess, have like specific traditions as December comes, whether it's like Advent or like specific things that always happens on Christmas Eve and then like Christmas Day, like the foods and the wrap unwrapping of gifts and the seeing a family like what what is what are all the traditions so in the run-up to christmas um there's definitely kind of the advent period and whether that's marked by having an advent calendar or um you know by the lighting of advent candles uh which feels more kind of in the the religious tradition um Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's really common to have an advent calendar here. Are, are, and are your advent calendars like um, physical things you can reuse every year or are they like paper things that you buy and so throw away? There's both. It's so when I was growing up, we had a uh, one that I love, which was a reusable one. There was a picture of a Christmas tree that had um, 25 little 
little white pom poms on it, and <laughs> underneath Aww. it had um, little um, kind of sewn felt ornaments. So each day you'd pick out an ornament and hang it on the tree, and then on Christmas Day it would complete tree. Aww. And I loved that growing up. One thing that um, me and Nathan really enjoy over Christmas is uh, eating a trifle. Do you remember what a trifle is from the bake from yes, British Bake Off? The like clear, the big clear, <laughs> like the giant it looks like a giant cup, right? And a and then bowl, or cylinder yeah. bowl, and then you have like layers of like um, custard and cake, yeah. right? And yeah, sort of... you, you normally have cake at the bottom, so like sponge uh-huh. at the bottom, which traditionally soaked in alcohol and then jelly and custard and cream and some fruit in there yeah I pretty much only ever eat that at Christmas time um but then it's like really appreciated (laughs) oh interesting our our version of the trifle I don't know it's not a version of trifle but our dessert is Christmas cookies do you do you do that no oh okay so yeah this is a big difference so there are like all these traditional Christmas cookies that um, like sugar cookies and the ones that have like a little bit of jam in it. There's like the Buckeyes, which are like just chocolate covered peanut butter, or there's like the mm. peanut butter cookie with a little Hershey kiss on top of it. Um, and so all of, there's like all these Christmas cookies and like the craziest people, like I had this partner that I worked with my, one of my first couple of years working whose wife, I don't think, I don't think she worked. And I only say that because she would make these trays that were like the size of a tire wheel and have like 50 different types of Christmas cookies on them. And then wow. she would like wrap them in that like, you know, cellophane wrap and then she would gift them to people. So she gifted one to our wow. floor and it was like insane. There's so many different types of cookies and like, so we have that like Christmas cookie exchange parties where people will bring like one type of Christmas cookie. Um, and that's like kind of a traditional dessert. And then Brian also said that like rum cake is also a traditional dessert. Mm. Um, but Interesting. yeah, it's weird because it's not like Thanksgiving. There's a very traditional pumpkin pie, sweet potato pie, mm. pecan pie. Like those are the traditional desserts for Thanksgiving, but I don't know if there's actually like a traditional Christmas dessert like cookies don't seem like a dessert but like we don't have like the equivalent of like a trifle so I don't know if you if this resonates with you but Brussels sprouts have a really bad reputation in the UK I like Brussels sprouts Um, people in general don't like Brussels sprouts and I think it's largely because um, you know, that it's quite traditional to have it as part of your Christmas meal. And so when you have mm. a Christmas meal from the school canteen and it includes Brussels sprouts, they've been boiled and boiled and boiled and boiled for hours until they, you know, they go oh. kind of, they taste a bit like sulfur. Children have just been traumatized by this. <laughs> but I did notice a lot in California that you see them on the menu and they're done in just incredible ways. Pan yeah. fried, Roasted yeah, with bacon, bacon and yeah. Like, <laughs> cranberries yeah. Or, or yeah just really delicious um so we experimented with um cooking brussels sprouts in different ways or we just very lightly boiled them and then i think they're really mm-hmm. nice 
Um, does they have that reputation in the U.S.? I don't really know. That's a good question because I I never had a Brussels sprout until maybe when we moved to California. Mm. They're really popular there. Yeah, I missed it. I maybe had them when I was like right before we moved to California. But I mean, in, in I don't know if this is how it is in the UK, but in the US, like there is a little bit of disparity depending on where you live on in terms of like what produce you're exposed mm-hmm. to. So I never ate avocados before we really moved to California. Really? I never ate, um, there's a lot of produce I never really ate. Half because they just did not exist in Korean mm. diet. Like Brussels sprouts and avocados do not exist in mm. Korean food. But half because they're just really not available in the area I grew up in. Like, um, I mean, it's, it's different now because now there are, you know, whole foods and specialty markets all over the whole country and you can pay, you know, premium prices to get any sort of mm. produce. Um, but like, I remember talking to my legal assistant once and when I, I lived in Minnesota and she was saying that like when she was, when she was growing up in Minnesota, so Minnesota being in like, you know, the upper Midwest um, of the country, like she's like, we didn't even eat fresh vegetables. She's like, we just ate vegetables out of mm. can. So like green beans, for example, we just ate it out of yeah. a can. So, um, and, and then that's just because like, it's just, it was more expensive to get all that type of fresh yeah. fruit um, distributed to, you know, the, but like when you're in California, like you go to the markets and it's just like, you know, bountiful fresh uh, green beans and like, you know, avocados five for a dollar. And, um, you know, there's just so much that's like really bountiful. So like, there's a little bit of that in the US where there might be other people, if you asked if they grew up eating Brussels sprouts, like in California, they may have, but I definitely had never touched a Brussels sprout until like way into my adulthood. Welcome to Transatlantic Twaddle. This is our repeating segment where we will quiz each other on British and American language usage and interpretation. You wanted to talk about pudding. Pudding's just a general dessert, right? It's not like just related to Christmas. I've been having a think about pudding since you said that you wanted to talk about it. And one definition is that pudding just is the same as dessert like they're synonyms oh really Mm -hmm. so it's just any dessert so can you like if you were gonna like point to a cake you could say pudding more in the context of are you gonna have pudding yes I'm gonna order a cake like are you gonna have the 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 course that is pudding so if I would have said I don't want any pudding would then the restaurant have given me a check (laughs) No, you'd still have had to ask for the bill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but there are there Is are there... other puddings where it can get a bit dangerous. There are savory puddings. If I said black pudding to you, would that mean anything? Isn't that the um that like sausage looking thing yeah. but it's made from yeah. animal blood? Yeah, so it's like blood pudding. For you eat for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how do those two things reconcile? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like in my mind, like trying to like draw the analogy. I don't. So I don't how, is there some analogy there? Or I think 
used to always be a savoury thing. And that's why we okay. still have various savoury things that we call puddings. I don't know okay. when it became synonymous with the dessert course. Yeah, so we have these hangovers like black pudding or Yorkshire pudding. Do you not remember what? Um, I think we... No, I don't remember what I it is. We I remember your... we eating yes, it. Yes, we did. We made sure that you had Yorkshire pudding while you were here. It's actually the same basic recipe as a cake batter. So it's just flour, egg and milk. Uh-huh. You cook it in the oven on really hot oil and it blows up like a balloon and turns into this like big puffy pastry thing. But tell me about American pudding, because I feel like I don't get this. I don't get the American definition. Did you ever have it when you were in the US? Well, I don't know, because I don't know what I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, okay. This is my child of Korean immigrant description of pudding. Mm-hmm. Is that pudding it comes in a plastic cup with a adhesive top, <laughs> sits in a non refrigerated part of the grocery store, which is very concerning and never goes bad oh wow opaque gelatin jelly oh Uh, it's a little bit more creamy Mm. than that so i think that the more american way of thinking of pudding it's a dessert that is made with butter and cream and some sort of flavoring like vanilla or chocolate Mm -hmm. and it's a it's like the texture of a dense whipped cream Mm. i did some research and it sounds like a bit like a custard yeah that's a perfect yeah and then there's also angel delight which is another of these sort of custody type yeah mousse like sweet dessert yeah i would say that's i would say the difference mousse always to me seems a little bit lighter like there's that all that air whipped into it Mm. pudding is almost like oh pudding is like the the consistency of yogurt Mm mm-hmm but I mean, there's all, I think there's all sorts of puddings in the US. But when I think of pudding, I think of like the stuff that goes in those little <laughs> containers little that, <laughs> that you don't have to refrigerate and are just full of sugar. <laughs> there's like definitely non grocery store versions of pudding that I think are very delicious mm. and, and like well known in the US. I just have I've never had them before. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our second episode. One of our favorite things about making our first episode was hearing everyone's reactions. I've had a lot of people let me know that they also suffer from having short legs. And it was amazing how many people said that our section about uh, the Korean squat uh, actually made them get up out of their chairs and get down into one. And a few of you have said, in this age of COVID and isolation that our podcast made you feel like you had us sitting in your kitchen talking to you over a cup of tea, which just makes us so delighted. So thank you and wishing everyone very happy holidays.